Are you, you ever hit those periods where your brain can't handle new video games? Like, it just doesn't... I don't know. Like, starting a new video game and going through tutorials and learning all these things, it's just too much. And you have to basically load up something else that you've played before and is not going to be a, a big challenge. I feel like yes, but it's never quite like that in my brain. It's not like, a, oh, I don't want to start a new video game because that will basically require me to start over fresh with something. But I don't know. There is like a sense of like, I have a lot of like older shit to play and I don't really want to, I, I don't know. I, I guess really like, it seems like a waste yeah. to get a new game, you know? Like, I haven't put enough time in, yeah, in, in, like, this other stuff. Well, that's where I am right now. And I still bought a new game today. I, yeah, there's so goddamn many. Well, okay. Now, all of a sudden. Pillars of Eternity 2 Deadfire was on sale for $10. Oh, and well, that's, you know, yeah. That's like a 40 to $50 game most of the time. Right. Yeah, sometimes you gotta like just get something on like yeah, I guess if you're kinda in between and you're itching to play something like not a new game, right? But playing a new game. Uh you're, you're investing yeah, for the future. Yeah. Right. Like I, I don't know when I'm gonna actually play this, but I've been interested in it for like three years now. Because I played the first Pillars of Eternity. Right. And that's a that is a CRPG ass CRPG. That is, yeah, like exactly what you would think of, but made. I don't. I don't want to reduce it. Like it's definitely, um, it's a CRPG for the modern age. Like Obsidian did a really good job of that, but I fell off of it. This one has pirates though, and mm. I don't know if you know. But I tend to be into the old part. Oh my god! It's litter. Oh my god! Okay, this is amazing. Can I tell you something amazing? Guess how much this game costs right now? How much? Forty dollars. <laughs> I Damn. bought it. I bought it this morning. I feel like I own it already and just have never played it. Let's find out. Just, that was the most validating thing. I oh, needed no. that. I, I needed that this week. I I own the first one. <laughs> yeah that's that's the one the second one though um yeah i bought it i literally bought it because it was on sale and now i'm looking at it and it in just less than six hours it's gone back up to normal price that's crazy that's awesome they're, yeah. they're still advertising the sale and it's not there that's weird <laughs> um oh i also they they definitely got me on the dlc too because it was you ever have that thing on steam where the game is on sale for like 10 bucks but then with the all of the extra stuff it's like five dollars more and you're like well i'm not gonna not buy that yeah right <laughs> i guess i'm gonna pay 15 bucks so really I yeah 15 bucks yeah no you might as well get the dlc right because then if you play it what are you gonna do pay full price for the dlc no, no. that's crazy yeah because yeah. then you'll have that situation <laughs> way down the line where you're like okay well i bought the base game for ten dollars but now if I want the DLC, it's like an extra $25 because of the way the Steam Marketplace shit is set up. It's just not quite on the right sale. 
Uh, on a different note, though, uh, that's basically <laughs> why, you know, anybody who doesn't own a computer but has friends with the Steam library that is massive, it, that this this is the reason why. Because games will go on on sale, mm-hmm. it'd be like ten bucks instead of forty bucks, and it's kind of like you have to buy it. And now I'm sitting here like, wow, this asshole Quinn didn't even bother to tell me that a forty dollar game was ten dollars. Do you want me to log in? Do you want me to connect my Steam library to yours and you can play it? Uh, no. I didn't even I didn't even have time to think about it. You know, damn good and well you wouldn't have answered the phone until like 5 minutes ago. 100%. 100% would not have. That that's and that's a little peek behind the curtain folks. Our podcast, we don't know if it's happening until 5 seconds before we get on to record. It's it's a complete toss up every single week. Oh yeah, every time, every time, because of me. And that's a good uh, time to introduce us to everybody else. Uh, hello, hello, and welcome. This is the Nerding Grounds podcast. It's a it's a weekly show where I myself, Quinn, and you yourself, Matt. That is talk our about names. Video games. That's our names. Matt and Quinn, um, we talk about games and, and different things. And here we are. Sometimes they say we even talk about games. I would say that intro was pretty flawless in terms yeah. of, of. It was really upbeat, you know? I felt yeah. the, the, the excitement. You know? I feel like I, I channeled a little Jeff Goldblum, you know, just a little bit. Just swam, just swam through the, the words, and then I lost it. Here we are. Here we are, talking about games. How are you doing? Uh, good. Good. How are, how are you doing? It's been a week, but you know, <clears throat> I'm, I'm glad to be here talking to you about my favorite thing in the world, video games. And here I thought it was me. You're my favorite person in the world. Oh, yeah, okay. That's right. I'm not a thing. You're not a thing. <clears throat> Unless you want to be called a thing. And I'm not going to sit here and stroke your kink, so. I apologize for nothing. <laughs> Have you been playing anything this week? God, no. But, I well, I I, I did play one thing, right? I, I actually, um, I, don't, I don't know if they just added it or I just noticed that they had it. But I did play the demo to Wolong Dynasty. Uh, yeah. Well, long no. fallen dynasty. No, hold on. you didn't it actually you comes didn't, out tomorrow. Right, right. It does on the third. You didn't play the demo previously when they launched it in like January or, or December or something like that. No, because that was for PlayStation, I believe. Okay, I I, I played that. One. So, what did you think? Um, like the combat is great. Uh, I don't know if they've even touched it up since the last demo. But, uh, I mean, currently it felt very fluid. And, like, like Neo 2, with, with a little bit more weight to it, kind of, I guess, you know, it really does get, it, it, you know, people are calling it, like, a mix between Sekiro and Neo 2. So, yeah, I mean, there's a good reason why it gets compared to that all the time. I don't... For sure. You know, I mean, it's not quite Sekiro, right? Of course. Mm, there no, are... Sekiro is closer to... Tenchu for me yeah. than it is to like it's like Souls Tenchu. This it feels yeah, like it Neo, is. Neo with a jump. Yeah. 
I mean, there is, uh, like I said, there is a little bit more weightiness to the attacks, I think. Um, a lot more like hit register. Martial, martial you know? art. Yeah, of course. Um, but even just, just in general, like the way that it feels, yes, it is it, you know, heavily martial arts focused. Mm-hmm. And that's really cool. Uh, I thought the stamina bar system was great from the moment that I saw it. And it in this right because that just makes sense. It's kind of like yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, any sort of positive reaction, you 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 are um, rewarded, I guess, and you're able to do like if you play aggressive and get hits in and and deflect attacks, then you get to do more cool moves with that. It's like a you Which, know, it's a resource. Yeah. That's an, it's an interesting spin on the neo stamina system where you pretty much do whatever you want and as long as you do the stamina regen move in the window you get it all back and you can continue so yeah i did like how this one just rewarded you for i guess you would call it tactical fighting Mm. yeah in in a sense right because it is like very like aggressive focus i think right it's like oh yeah you gotta get up in that ass yeah yeah, you do. Which is not, and, and I mean, for the most part, Neo, you had to do that too, right? Because um, you, you kind of get fucked just by like sitting there, <laughs> for sure. I, yeah, I, I did think that, that um, Wolong had a little bit better range combat than some other Souls ish. Like, Souls oh, yeah. games and rage combat. So did, like, range combat is never great, but. No. I mean, I guess in like Elden Ring, it's. A Elden Ring, it's pretty good. Yeah, uh, Neo actually, yeah, it's it's very good, right? Mm-hmm. Like you could straight up kill people easily with a bow or like a or the uh, rifle, rifle. Yeah, um, yeah. So this one kind of brings more into that. Maybe it's a. I feel like it's a little bit harder to aim on the fly, which is a good thing. Um, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, I've never even done it, but I feel like we went like full like range build on Neo. Probably just shit on everything be honest oh, i do wonder if there's a way to do that yeah there definitely has to be i mean there is right? there's a way I to do just, everything and everything i mean maybe later on it doesn't scale as well but <laughs> yeah hey um yeah i mean that game does have like a good amount of depth towards builds obviously this one seems like it's gonna follow suit mm-hmm. uh, i have just a lot of different like modifiers that can roll on different sets of equipment uh so I guess, you know, in the long run, getting like your your perfect sort of setup is going to be difficult um, in a good or bad way, depending on who you are. Uh, for me, obviously, we've already discussed this. I enjoy the grind. You do. <clears throat> you do. There's one thing that I, I don't I don't know why this is like a gripe for me, but it kind of is. Even when like I was watching like a little bit, I played through the demo, right? And then I was watching a little bit of like uh, streamers just kind of playing like a little bit past the demo part. Um, yeah. Which is on and off today. And all the weapons are very basic looking. They're very like, just, I guess they're like steeped in realism. And uh, maybe they wanted to go that way for all the weapons and like the armor and stuff. But then you're, you're still fighting, you know, like, uh, uh demon esque creatures and stuff. So it's kind of like, okay, well, why can't I have a weapon that, doesn't look like complete and total garbage, but maybe it just takes like it did, 
it didn't cater super well to when you encountered more of the beast-like enemies, like you were saying. Um, but yeah, that could definitely change, and you could unlock a tree of skills that would do better against, you know, a flying enemy or this big beast enemy. But yeah, once you got past the humans in that demo, um, it started feeling a little... Now, I think the PlayStation demo actually started off in the area after so the the current demo i don't know literally starts from like the beginning of the game up mm -hmm. through the second level uh, from what i've remembered seeing from like the playstation 5 demo that came out a couple of months ago you basically start off on what is um uh, i guess the the third level right oh uh, okay yeah so they <laughs> they push you in a little bit yeah uh interesting so yeah, I mean, in that case, it was it was cool to see things from like the start, and I know like in that you know like the last boss is like a bird creature thing, and here now you fight like a big old boar. Yeah, um, yeah. the game is also very. I, I find like the the parry windows are ridiculously huge, right? Yeah, that was generous. I, I once you got down to it, <clears throat> and I think that's where is this is straight up Team Ninja again, right? Yeah. And is it, it Koei Tech? Is it Koei yeah, Tech? Koei Tech now. Okay. Yeah. Um, they, again, and we talked about this when we talked about Neo, they build their games like fighting games. Um, yeah. And you can see more so. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's, you really are doing, it requires you to think about your character in this, like you have to know your combat tree and your, skills all at the same time and that can be a big ask if i if i was to pick up neo 2 right now and jump into my character i would get my ass handed to me because i'm definitely rusty at that game and i do not remember everything that i was doing i know i used a scythe <laughs> yeah you know um but yeah it, it's a big barrier to entry to memorize all that stuff and to be able to use it on the fly I feel like this is more simplified in the sense that we don't have to deal with three separate stances. <laughs> that, okay, yeah. So that okay, that's interesting. I forgot that um, it was a little more straightforward in that sense. It it, it is, and I, I think really what they what they really were thinking of is when you're dealing with combat to have it just very flowy and very almost quick paced. It's kind of like attack, attack, attack. Do your strong attack right, fucking quickly parry, and then go into either magic or um, one of your special moves, like very seamlessly, like like quicker than you would in any other game in this genre, right? And it, and it all okay. looks and feels very well. Yeah, that's coming back to me a little bit now. There still is like a good amount of buttons. Um, it just seems like you know you can you can put more or less into it. Probably later right, on right. down the line, you're gonna have to like to really uh, kill things. Once things get kind of more health, you'll have to start chaining things together a little bit more. But um, I mean, from the from the beginning, you know, it, it really is just as simple as uh, uh, regular attack two, three times into a strong attack, uh, which the strong attack then gets like powered up, does like a cool like animated scene. Uh, right, it's okay. the right word for it. If you build up stamina with your like normal attacks, I don't know. It goes back and forth. I did so in my demo. I played with uh, spear. I think 
Yeah. And that felt pretty good. I, I know what you mean by the basicness of the weapon types, but um, it was definitely a, I don't know. It, it, it changed not just the feel, but the animation of the character in a really, really good way for me that I enjoyed. Because most of the time you pick up games like this and it, animations change and combos change but you don't really have that that change in weightiness in certain weapon types and i feel like you can always see that with a, a spear or a halberd or something yeah yeah definitely i i don't know there is like i i would say a, a decent noticeable i mean i i didn't uh well did you get like the pokey spear or like the um, um I think it was the I can't remember what it's called, but no, it was more of like a sweeping weapon. Yeah. So that is like definitely heavier than you know, like the ring sword or something like that. Yeah, and I'm gonna tell you right now, I hate pokey weapons in games. They they are boring. Yeah, me they too. always do shit damage, no matter what game you're in. If you have a little pokey thing, it's just like it. it it winds up like every Dark Souls. If you take a halberd or you take a like a rapier, it always just winds up middling out by level twenty or something, and you're like, okay, I don't want to use this anymore. And so yeah. I've always been dissatisfied with those. But you you take a good two handed long weapon and you do something fun with it. I'm I'm all there. The right. scythe. This that's why I play with the scythe in uh, Neo Two. I think like uh, the only thing that I can think of, which is maybe. I mean, yeah, I mean, it is straight up pokey. Like the Lance in Monster Hunter World, her Monster Hunter series. Oh, yeah. That shit I love. Well, but that's it. Because that, but that's like a straight up, you're, you're like, you turn into a locomotive and you drive that bastard into the enemy instead of it just yeah. being like poke, poke, poke. It's like, yeah. boom. I mean, it's, it's got the pokes, right? But yeah, I mean, it's you, got the pokes. you know, you kind of just like, yeah, I'm gonna jab you right in the face. Yeah, but Monster off. Hunter knows how to put Dude, weight block. behind weapons, like yeah, like no other game. Um, what did you? What do you think about the environment and the the layout with that type of combat? Because Neo Two, um, it Neo Two is very much you have to go on specific pathways, and yeah. it can. It can be a puzzle to figure out how to get to certain areas. And I like that. I like getting through that claustrophobic feel. And it makes the combat really, really good. I don't know if I felt the same way in Wolong. Um, I felt like the way they expanded the combat and gave you more verticality. I, yeah. did, I didn't like being in this really claustrophobic, you know, it, narrow it, corridor it, thing. It seemed like... I guess two things there. I, I got a couple things. I don't really like Neo's level design at all. Like if I no. compare it to something like Dark Souls, Dark Souls is ten times better to me. Oh well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, just because it is like, I don't know. It seems almost like random sometimes. It's not necessarily the corridorness of it. That's that's kind of fine. But yeah, I mean, a lot of things just seem very like random. Like why is there a shortcut here? There's a shortcut like two seconds ago. That you know? stuff, yeah, that stuff doesn't really make sense. I think they're built to just <laughs> run through over and over and over yeah. and over again. Um, but yeah, go ahead. I will say this doesn't feel like that. 
it feels like there was a, a bit more thought into the level design, um, especially in terms of like, okay, if we're playing through a level, you know, where's like a good spot to put like a, a, a safe spot or a bonfire. There may be a little bit too many of those going on, but then, you know, and then you'll unlock like a shortcut. So you can actually maybe just go back to look through to see if you miss anything. Not that it's actually like helpful if you if you die or something, um, which I, I, I don't know. Maybe at that point, it's like, well, what's the point? But I mean, it, it does give more. It, it definitely makes, uh, I think, maybe makes things seem more spacious when you can kind of just go back and forth between like the beginning of the map and mid parts of the map and stuff like that. Um, yeah, yeah. You're right, though, when it's like, okay, if we compare it to like Sekiro, that is relatively v- very open, right? Especially in parts of the game, or it's just as open as it needs to be. Um, and, in, and in that game, God, you can kind of just go wherever the fuck you want. Uh, Sekiro's level, level design was my favorite part of that game. Yeah. Uh, it's actually pretty crazy uh, when you think about it. They kind of just. I don't know. Well, especially since in Sekiro, you'll go, you know, you'll be in an area and you'll see a branch in like hour, let's say seven. And then in hour 40, you come from that direction. You're like, oh, holy shit. And that's, that's Souls at its best. Yeah. When it does that and you're like, I totally forgot about this. And now this area is on fire. For some reason. <laughs> Why? <laughs> oh God, what it's is al- that? It's always on fire. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Uh yeah, but you know, okay, we'll say from software it just has like level design yeah. almost down yeah. to a T. Right. I, and then you look at Elden Ring, it's like holy crap. But um this yeah. again, it seems like they they took more time. Like I like the levels more. They feel a little bit better to me, kind of running through, at least from what I've seen. Uh, the verticality is nice, but again, we are we are putting in stealth kills. We are putting in this verticality to it. Yeah. yeah. And then, so why is it still in this like tight, mm-hmm. only one way, and that way is forward structure? That's that's kind of what I was thinking. And in the level yeah. that I played, where it's that. Um, battlefield aftermath and it's it's very like sandy and stuff and there's that river running yeah. through it um <clears throat> there were a couple of directions you can go and you can jump down ledges and go lower and higher but it, it still it felt that like i had to get on a track to get to a yeah a higher you do. part yeah. and i was like maybe open this up a little bit more maybe sekiro this out a little bit <laughs> you know like it would have been nice yeah, it's not. I don't think it's game breaking, but it's just one of those nitpick things that I I noticed. No, I agree with you. Uh, I, and I think that was like one of the main things that I was looking at into this game. It's like, okay, is the levels going to be? And some are better than others in Neo Two, right? But yeah, uh, yeah, you know, is it really going to be like Neo Two's level design? Because I just don't think it, it works for that game. It works for that game perfectly fine. Uh, I don't think if they would have kind of done just did the same thing, which they did and they didn't. I I, I don't know if it would have worked out as well. Yeah, yeah. This kind of reminds me of like 
good level design circa 2010. You know what I mean? Like a really linear playthrough of a game, but I feel like that's kind level of design is so good, right? I feel like that's kind of Team Ninja's mo, though. You know, did yeah. they ever really escape wanting to to do the Ninja Gaiden era? Yeah, game, yeah. or is that still where their heart is? <laughs> Clearly, that is still where their heart is. Oh, yeah. Is, yeah, it, it kind of reminds me of that, right? It's, it's, it's yeah. basically I'm playing Ninja Gaiden. Uh, <laughs> I think about it. So, it, way better, it, like, hit it, registry and stuff. Right. <laughs> Big question. Is this a, um, like, are you anticipating release? Like, is this a, a buy for you? So, in relation to what we talked about earlier, I, I just, like, I can't right now. Right? Like, I want to play yeah. it. I do want to play it, um, but I don't know. And then again, I feel like it's another thing. It's like I'm going to want to play with other people, but I'm going to wind up playing by myself, and I just I don't feel like doing that right now. Yeah, I surprisingly wound up playing, um, what was it, uh, Neo 2 a lot by myself, more than I thought I would. So I don't know. Maybe there's some space there. Yeah. I, it's 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 not a definite no. It's just not a not a right not like tomorrow when it when it comes it, out. I would I would enjoy playing this with you. I just <laughs> this is not a sixty dollar uh, purchase for me. Yeah. This is definitely like waiting for a little bit. Also, I'm looking at the. Apparently, you can do demo reviews now, and a lot of people are talking about um, graphical issues. It's mostly negative, so it looks like it's getting a Wild Hearts treatment for the time being. Uh, I feel like maybe um, it's way better optimized than than that, right? Just because like I loaded up the game and threw it in 2K, and uh, I definitely had some slowdowns that were like literally like a frame or two, as hmm. opposed to like 15 through 30 to indefinite amount 15 30 seconds to like an indefinite amount of time right yeah um, yeah so it and it's all the same engine by the way can we talk about how great their character creator is for all those oh, games that was i that was kind of my favorite part of it <laughs> so it's it's like the same but a up, updated version from mm -hmm. you know two right um and that that is the same the exact same one that's in Wulong is in is in uh, Wild Hearts, right? It's all the same engine for sure. Yeah. It's just I think it's. Uh, I mean, I don't know if Team Ninja crafted that. Uh, well, clearly, they've kind of perfected using that engine. I don't know if they made it or if um, or if someone else from Koei Tecmo used it. But you know, and the, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then this other team at Koei Tecmo clearly doesn't know how to use it at, that well, at least for optimizations. Uh, so, like, it, it, I could obviously lower my graphics, right? The age of my... See, this, this is a good example of, like, okay, clearly the age of my PC um, is, is not keeping up with the times, right? It can still play this game, but it would run probably 100% smooth. Granted, I haven't played with like messing around with all this, so I could be completely wrong. But uh, I would believe that that would run 
perfectly fine if I went in and turned some different settings down, maybe didn't run the game in 2K. Um, yeah, yeah. Because I, yeah, I mean, again, my graphics card's not even supposed to run shit in 2K, but I just do that because <laughs> it's it, it's jarring on a on like a 2K monitor. Well, yeah, yeah. People are going to blow it out of proportion anyway because we have two games from Koei Tecmo coming out at the same time. So I yeah. feel like it's going to be heavily scrutinized for that more than that, like another game would. But, you know, you got to hand it to Koei Tecmo slash Team Ninja. They are filling a a, a space that no one else can. That, yeah. yeah, I mean, honestly, like no one is putting the attention to those people those have areas. tried and have failed miserably over right. the years. You know what I mean? Like, At no this point, one... they're the only um, souls like, and I wouldn't just say that they, they're only souls like because they're not. They, they have their own uniqueness, and I think that's why their entries actually, um, you know, work. they warrant. Yeah. yeah, they work and they warrant the time and attention because it's like they're they're doing something they're they're taking the souls formula and they're putting their own spin on it and it's yeah. not just like a soulless clone no pun intended ha. Uh, ha. No. <laughs> you know you're you're absolutely right there uh it it does they are unique I, they are definitely souls like but they are very much so not dark souls you know yeah just like yeah. this is not Sekiro. Um, this seems like a a a, a Koei Tecmo Souls like Koei Tecmo Team Ninja Souls like, which are good, you know. I mean, they throw a little bit of like the the looter aspect into that, um, which kind of adds a lot of like pl- replayability, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, depending on what you're into, you know, if you like your your Diablo and all that good stuff, or even your Destinies, anything, any looter, you know, you'll definitely like these games. Uh, just as much as if you're a Souls-like fan, if you're a Dark Souls fan, this like Neo Two was the only game that ever came close to scratching that itch. Uh, you know, the the only one. And there have been plenty of other games at this point that have tried, and I'm just like, this just seems like a hollow attempt to make Dark Souls. Oh, for sure. To the point where like I don't even want to download them, even if I have. And I usually. They always come for free on one of my services, whether it's PlayStation or like Xbox Game Pass. And I'm like, I don't even why. <laughs> yeah. I'll just go play Elden Ring. And when they definitely like they did it again with Wild Hearts too, in relation to yeah, yeah, to Monster Hunter Monster because Hunter. there are other like Monster Hunter s games out there, and they they don't even come close. Well, you can't uh, just do more of the same for the sake of it. You have to do something that that deserves to be there. Yeah. Um, you know. Anyway. Um, I played something recently that I had had my eye on for a long time, and uh, spoiler, I was disappointed. <laughs> I don't. I wasn't. I, I wasn't even sure if I was going to bring it up. Bring it up. Um, Let's bring it up. I want to hear. Are it. you familiar with Mountain Blade? Crash game. To Bannerlord, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did um, you, play you played it? No, I've never played that game, but okay. uh, yeah, I am definitely. I've like seen it. I've seen it like a million times, right? On 
I've seen it a million times and was one of those ones similar to Pillars of Eternity 2 that was always way more money than I wanted to spend. It was like $40, $50. And I'm like, this is not that type of game. And mostly because I know there is a huge chance that I'm going to drop it in like seven hours. I, right. It's just my attention span. Um, I, I see it and I'm like, ooh, numbers, gear, RPG. And then my ADHD is just like, you can't process any of this information. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and, but I finally got it on Game Pass and I was like, oh, cool. I can just try this out. Um, and on paper, this seems like just something really cool. You have a character in a, you know, medieval fantasy setting, and there's some, some like RTS elements to it where you are essentially going on this gigantic overworld map. But you actually move slowly, like it, like you move like an RTS character. So you take your character and you move to like this fort or this small town, and you can yeah. go there and you can buy provisions, you can hire troops, and then you move on to the, you know, you just keep moving on and keep moving on, and you can hunt down um, bandits and stuff. And when you do that, when you interact with enemies on the map, you go into an actual third person like war setting um, where you take control of your character and however you built them out, whatever class you built them out background and you go and you just, you literally just do fights and you can command your troops and it turns into like a third person strategy um, game. Like the total war series, right? Like, like the the, the war sim sort of thing, but you can actually play your character, which I mean, that aspect is pretty cool. For sure. It's cool. It's cool. Um, but no matter how cool <laughs> any like war sim game, like Total Wars and all that good stuff have looked to me, I fucking cannot play those games. They are uh, just slog. Yeah, yeah they're a slog. And then I like Total War, like, you know, it's just you getting your asshole kicked in. Um, <laughs> I guess I'm not a good military strategist. I don't. I don't know what to say. Cause yeah, uh, yeah. I, I like literally anytime I've tried to play those games, it's like, oh, okay. Well, yeah, I lost like three battles in a row, and there goes this whole campaign. I guess I got to restart all over again. I, you know, uh, or not, never play this game again. That, yeah. that sounds good too. I didn't encounter it too much of the whole like, oh, I'm just getting my ass kicked. My problem was you start off with five dudes and you're fighting like five other dudes okay okay and so and i'm sure after a couple hours this amps up into something so i really haven't given it it's it's due diligence yet right i'm sure this turns into like large-scale stuff but it is a jank fest like it feels like 360 era third person combat and you know that's okay, but it, it, it there's not enough going on. You you go to the towns, all the towns look the same, all the same. You go to the fort, they all look the same. There's not a lot of um, uniqueness in the different places that you're visiting, and so already I could see I was like I think this is just going to be a repetitive 
RTS experience over and over again. And there's a cool idea here, but if it's not giving me a um, obsidian level of writing and background, which that's probably unfair, but that's what I'm looking for right now. So whatever. I mean, I don't, you know, I don't think that's so unfair, right? I mean, so I, yeah, it's hard to achieve that on some level, but I don't know. There's yeah, and I, I wouldn't call this a triple A game by any stretch. So right. I don't think there's the backing for that, for this experience, but yeah, um, yeah. It, it's ambitious. It's, it's cool. And I do like the idea of going from an RTS space to like, you're literally controlling the character in a third person you know, over the shoulder combat scenario. Right. That is pretty cool. That's cool. Um, yeah, I just don't know. Maybe I'll, I'll try it again, but I did buy pillars of eternity too. And I finally bought it, which means I have skin in the game. So I might, I might, um, really put some time into that. Yeah. Sounds like a good opportunity to play it. Other than that, Especially I... before, uh, Polter's gate three freaking comes out. Son of oh a God. bitch! <laughs> Forgot That's... about that. Um, I didn't even think. I'm not even lying. I yeah. didn't think about that. <laughs> yeah. No. That's, wait, that's man, like a uh, whole that, oh. other CRPG. <laughs> that's in August. Wow. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, that is in August, but that's oh, that's not... next month. Yeah, yeah, literally a month away. I know, but that's like a no, whole April. Other... No, that's April. August is after July. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're right. Months months are hard. Uh, so we at least have the summer. I have the summer to get through Pillars of Eternity too. That's yeah. And there's pirates. So I thought about playing Baldur's Gate like two all the way through before that comes out, but I I don't I don't know. You know that's another thing. I I feel like some of these games really they take a minute to really get into. Oh yeah. Because like the first the first I guess like when you're learning the game and stuff. There's like a, a lot, right? Yeah. And then, yeah. and then it is another thing. It's like it's hard, right? Like very like um. Well, Divinity, definitely Baldur's Gate too, but um, Divinity Two was yeah was challenging that, as shit. Yeah, the game is like very challenging, you know. So I know, I know for a fact because I really, you know, once you really get into these games, they're great, but they they are hard to really get things moving for you. Well, yeah. And you or for me. have to be ready to go, th go through a very arduous dialogue tree. Yeah. Um, and you're going to be doing it just as much as you're fighting or exploring. Um, and that's always, I'm always good for that for a little bit, but eventually I'm like, all right, but I'm really excited to see where my character's going. So I'm like, I want to go. Yeah. Let me go. Let me go. Um, and I and I hate that because I love story. Yeah, I know, but you know, there's there's good and bad. But I mean, considering it's Larian Studios, like prepare your butthole for for lots and lots of dialogue and text. Yeah, yeah, and same with Obsidian. They're writers. Um, yeah. You know, like those two studios. I wouldn't try. I w at this stage with with my relationship with with large scale RPGs like this, I wouldn't trust my time with anybody but Larian or Obsidian. Like that's the only people oh, I'm yeah, going absolutely. to, and maybe Bethesda, but you do, they're on thin ice. <laughs> yeah, they sure are. Um, 
Now, who made, uh, you know, one of my favorite versions of these games is actually Neverwinter Nights 2. Um, oh, I don't, yeah. I don't remember who. I, I don't even know. That was Neverwinter Nights 2. I guess that's whoever originally made Boulder's Gates, probably. That, that was, was Obsidian as well. Yeah, that was right. That was that was Obsidian. So makers of um, Pillars of Eternity and all the other fun stuff. Fallout yeah. New Vegas, Outer Worlds. How did that game? Uh, how did that company manage to like fly under my radar in a sense? Obsidian. Until, yeah, until like the, the you know the Outer Worlds came out, and it was like, oh, what is what is this? What is this company? Well, I think because I think. Because so many people considered them like the little brother to Bethesda for so long. Um, They basically got everything after Bethesda's main studio. It was like, oh, this is going to Obsidian. They're doing that. Star Wars, Knights of the Old Republic 2. Yeah, see, they've made like a lot of things that I really really love over the years. They did KOTOR uh, 2. That's what it was. Well, no wonder that game is fantastic. And so was Neverwinter Nights 2, actually. Love that game. Obsidian, Uh, for me, is that amazing studio that always has to just deal with the, um, you know, the situation of, we weren't given enough time to get this out. But but there's still so much great there that it makes up for it. But it's like you can tell they didn't have enough time to work out the bugs and polish. Be- and that's not necessarily the case anymore because they're given a lot more yeah, now uh, space like, to work. But we'll let them day, guys do what they want. <laughs> right. But like back when uh, Fallout New Vegas came out and other stuff like Outer Worlds didn't release with the best. It, it was fine, but like there was still some issues with that. Yeah. Oh, and they have that new game coming out. Avowed. Did they really do the stick of truth? What the heck? Yeah, they did. They did. No wonder that one was better than the second one. It was great. Yeah. Oh, the second one sucked. I, I did not like it at all. Yeah, um, no. It, it did. Where the stick of truth was fantastic. Did you know they wow. did uh, Dungeon Siege 3? Do you remember that? I game? do remember that, right? <laughs> like, I, did, I saw that. I was like, what the F? We're just finding out that Obsidian is, know, is one right? of our favorite yeah. of all time. <laughs> on a different note, on their website, they totally have a thing for the Outer Worlds 2. Really? Oh, that's yep. exciting. That yeah. game's great. It's some game called Avowed. I just said that. You piece oh. of shit. <laughs> no, <yeah. laughs> I was too busy looking at Dungeon Siege 3. No, Avowed. Um, there's... you. I can't say much about it because it's mostly been teasers, but it's like straight up first person fantasy RPG. Like we don't wait. Are they doing like a, so they're doing a Skyrim. They're doing a Skyrim, but (laughs) like, we don't necessarily need to wait for um, Elder Scrolls six because this one is, is being developed. It's coming out supposed to be, well, Elder Scrolls Six apparently, you know, it is in development. We just haven't heard anything since. I they teased yeah. it what three years ago now, two years ago, right? And they're focusing on Starfield right now. I don't think that game's coming out anytime soon. Um, but Avowed could come out in the next two years, and just from the trailer and knowing who Obsidian is, 
I think that could be the thing that's been missing for so long that hasn't really been capitalized on since Skyrim. Talking and, about other games that kind of like fill those gaps, right? Yeah. And then nothing that I can think of. So, oh, okay. Uh, obviously, we do have like the Outer Wilds that definitely kind of fills the gap and in some way is a lot better than um, uh, Outer Worlds, Outer Wilds, wow. Outer Worlds, which is some way better than Fallout, right? Yeah, um, yeah. But, it, but they, you know, there isn't anything that does that for like the more when I'm the uh, Elder Scrolls series. Um, no, I mean, you can look at like, what is it, Might and Magic, and, and what, there, what was it, the two worlds or whatever that was absolute garbage. That right? game is ass. That game is yeah. ass. I was pissed that I spent six dollars on that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> no, I literally awful. So, same thing as like the Monster Hunter series, and I, I was and, gonna and say, sense, or the Souls, <laughs> or the Souls like same, same thing. People have tried and they have failed horribly, uh, to emulate that. that area of yeah of game it's just like yeah no this is not it there's something super generic about this or super cheap feeling about this right but hey you know Obsidian but i trust them has released absolute bangers for you know and you know why because they put writing first and they always have um and their games are like Outer Worlds is not the most expansive, you know, Fallout-style RPG like that. Um, in fact, they scale down on the size where you go from, like, planet to planet, but, you know, it's a smaller map. But they did that so they could release something that, that had the prestige writing of something like a Fallout 3 or something. Or New Vegas, because they wrote that motherfucker. Yeah. And everybody knows how much they like it, you know, how good that shit was. So yeah. So we have just really um, you know, prostrated ourselves in front of <laughs> Team Ninja and Obsidian today. Yeah. Well, I mean, they deserve it at this point. I honestly I was super surprised about Team Ninja. Right? If you would have told me that, you know, that that uh, I, I, a team, you know, I guess they're a team of developers. Yeah, they're not, yeah. you know, they just like subcontract out. They're not uh, the studio. I mean, they are called Team Ninja, right? But I don't really know how to classify them other than like a group. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, they're not their own corporation. Um, they, I, I lost my train of thought. I'm not going to lie. That's what okay. was I talking about? Let's get back. Oh, yeah, to maybe, you know that I just I would never have figured they would be coming out games today that I want to play. Well, they had such a that they would um, still be relevant. Yeah, cause, well, because they had that dip after the after Ninja Gaiden kind of tanked and yeah. Well, Dead, one Dead or Alive was fantastic. Wasn't... Three was garbage. Yeah, and but like Dead or Alive fell off. Um, yeah, <clears throat> and I can't think of anything else right now, but. They disappeared from the conversation for a couple years, um, and it, I didn't. And I know they probably had stuff in between, but I didn't think about them until Neo One came out, and I was like, "This is good," but also it, it could be better. And the Neo Two was better, and so I was like, "Okay, yeah, Team Ninja's got my vote <laughs> again." Right. 
Um, also, Obsidian, I forgot they were absorbed by Xbox Game Studios. So they have a, I think they have a lot more uh, staff and funding oh, these yeah. days. Because they have they have that game grounded, which is the survival one, where it's basically Honey I Shrunk the Kids, but it's like a survival crafting adventure where you're in a backyard, yeah, and you're fighting ants and shit. And I've heard really good things about that. I mean, me too. Are they doing? Who's doing the Kotor remake? I don't know. Aspir Media. Saber yeah, I don't Interactive. Know. Yeah, I'm gonna say it was. I remember it being somebody who. If it's still EA, that yeah, some sort. I of... mean. Dead's, the Dead Space remake was really good. I decided um, recently because PlayStation gave it to me for free Ooh. to play Mafia, re- the Mafia remake again. Yeah, because <clears throat> the game's just good. Yeah, it was a good game. It's good one game. of those. It's kind of what I was getting to in our little intro here, but it's just one of those games that. It doesn't require a lot of thinking. It doesn't require, it's not a big barrier to entry. It's an interactive movie, essentially, where you get to drive old cars from the 1930s and shoot guns, also from the 1930s. Um, and it's just, yeah, it's just fun. I don't know. I have a weird affinity for mob media. And it's strange because it's just so uncontrollably misogynistic. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And I have such an aversion to that in every aspect of my life, but in here I find it fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm, I'm still getting through the, the Sopranos series right now, right, and well, you know every episode I'm just like, oh motherfucker, this is so, <laughs> this is so messed up. But I keep watching. <laughs> yeah. Same Find thing out with what happens next. Same thing with like wanting to watch The Godfather for like the fifth time. I just I don't know. I'm drawn to it. Something about men men in suits telling women to go fuck off. Yeah, with that, with that, with that. Some nice jazzy horn in the background. Everybody's just smoking constantly. (laughs) Oh, yeah, of course. But yeah, um, if you have PlayStation Plus, you can play Mafia Remake right now and it's a it's a really beautiful game um it's not like the crispus engine um but they do a lot of good work with the background um graphical design and you know the way that water just creates reflections and everything they definitely do a lot with that engine um whatever engine that is you know i uh it just occurred to me i think i got like mafia 2 Back in the day, for free, when I bought back back when they had incentives to buy graphics cards. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I uh, got yeah for I got free. Dirt, when I got Dirt Three. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, you're not going to get anything anymore. People are like, "Well, you're paying MSRP for it, so you know <laughs> that's kind of the deal." You're, uh, you're not buying it from a a fucking NFT farm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Literally. Um, or are you? Who knows? Don't buy I anything hope, used. I hope. Do not buy anything used. Do not buy a yeah. used graphics card. That thing has been... It's going to explode in your PC. Yeah. And it's probably been modified. Uh, but uh, 
Yeah, I I thoroughly enjoyed the game. You know, it was just, uh, you played Mafia too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure it was Mafia too. Adam three came out relatively way after I think so. You know that doesn't surprise me. Um, you know what? I, I'm going to talk about three in a second. It doesn't surprise me because I know that you've never been a huge Grand Theft Auto mark because yeah. you you've never really gotten much out of the endless sandbox. Yeah, yeah, no, no yeah. but that's not what day. that's not what Mafia is. Yeah. Mafia is more of a a linear thing in a in an open sandbox. But like that's just a way to enjoy the visuals while you're on your way to your next mission. So it, it can feel more like a, a narrative thing. Yeah. It, it definitely it. seemed more like driven than uh, Yeah. I mean and it's not so obviously there's a story and stuff to every uh Grand Theft Auto, but there's there's way more maybe you appeal. Um and then for me that's like the big boner killer is it to just go out and, and, and just fuck around in the sandbox. Um, oh my god, Grand Theft Auto Five! You you done killed my boner. Yeah, every time, I man. Can't, you can't. know, it's like going strong for thirty minutes to an hour, then flaccid. Yep, done. That's it. That oh we're getting god. canceled. Oh look, this is the review you wrote on Steam. Oh. Um. However, Mafia 3, and this is going to be the most dated complaint ever because nobody's fucking playing Mafia 3 anymore. But I put a lot of time into Mafia 3 for no reason whatsoever, other than I just like sandbox driving games. Um, That game is built to kill your soul. It, It takes everything that was nice and streamlined about Mafia 1 and 2 and it decides to Assassin's Creed the shit out of it, but even worse to where it's like you are literally doing one of three missions, maybe 75 times each. And that's how you beat that game. And I gave up. I was just like, no, I'm done. I'm done. The story is not worth going into this room and shooting three people and going back out and driving five minutes and going into this room and shooting three people. It's so dull yeah that sounds awful fuck that game and it's based in new orleans and it's like the best rendition of new orleans i've ever seen in a video game it's so much wasted potential the driving's good the story is actually interesting they do this whole um like documentary series of what life was like in New Orleans in or this fake New Orleans because it's not actually New Orleans but like what life was like around this time with civil rights and coming back from Vietnam um and all that's really great and then you just do endless just these dry ass um territory control missions over and over and over again until you want to die um uh, and yeah yeah, pissed me it sounds off. boring. Yeah. So that's it just how, has like a shit gameplay loop. That's how you kill a franchise. And then they turned around and remade the first one really well after they did that. I don't know what happened. Well, all they did was just remake it, right? So <laughs> Yeah, they, they wanted to take their typical we make really curated nine to thirteen hour story driven games and they wanted to turn it into something that would take you sixty hours to beat and that can go to hell. I hate that. And I blame uh, 
Ubisoft for making everybody think that's how we wanted games to be. Yeah, right? Because no. Uh, you know, those good, like, you know, like you said, 14 to 30-hour games, those are some of the best games ever. There are so many video games right now. There are too many. We do yeah. not need every game to be Assassin's Creed Valhalla. No, we really don't, right? <laughs> like, we really, really don't. In fact, there really is just, like, more and more. I mean, and that's just because of, like, so what can you do if you're continuously playing a game, right? If you're, if, 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 because this is the only reason for it, right? If you have a game type where people are constantly playing it and constantly wanting, like, more content, if it has some type of, like, looting and, 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 um, I don't know, Assassin's Creed S elements that it is now, you can add more microtransactions. That's, that's, uh, or, or, or you can expand the game um, in, in different ways for, for monetization purposes. Well, but then it just turns into rinse and repeat. It's, um, it's this whole live service model that even if you're not making a live service game, you want it to have that. Yeah. Yeah, no. Um, like, look how the live service model went. Most of those games are gone. There's like a couple. <laughs> You're either playing Fortnite or, you know, like PUBG. the big ones, you, uh, relatively yeah. speaking, right? I, yeah, I mean, no, those are... I was just like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to yeah. constantly throw money into this well. Yeah. Um, Same here. And then uh, Ubisoft did it with every single single player game they had. And it's like, what if. I a single player game, you know, and like you can make a good single player game that's sixty hours long, you know. I there are tons of them on PlayStation, right? And okay. I don't mind. So, so let's say like uh, God of War. Yeah, exactly. That has a lot of some of those like the looting aspects to it, right? Um, and I could honestly use a little bit more uh, comparably to the first one. I don't know about the second one. There's a uh, lot. <laughs> yeah. So. That's probably what they did. They probably like added more, a little bit more to like the equipment, um, and that is great. That is a perfectly good, like for me, in in playability. Like when I'm done with the storyline, or maybe even during to kind of take a break, I can go out and like grind out or get some of these things to make me stronger. Um, it's pacing. Yeah, that's what's important. And you can, if I, I can picture it. I can picture the, you know, like planning for something like god of war or last of us part two where it's just like this is what we have and this is what we want it to be and this is what we want to include let's find a way to make all this work cohesively and then you have the opposite where it's like this is what we have let's find a way to bloat the shit out of this whale until it has so much content it'll take you 800 hours to see everything and most of it's bland (laughs) Yeah, I I hate that. <laughs> Me too. Don't even want to deal with it anymore. I I think would Ubisoft has become. I did not know we were coming into the recording this hot today. We really we're, we're just I know. We're, we're killing it. <laughs> well, um, I think that might do it. Yeah, you good? You got anything else? Yeah, no. I mean, I was gonna say something. Uh, oh, yay! One last thing. One last thing. I really want to play the Prime remake. I know. 
that I just it's it's just like literally okay it's it's forty bucks but I'm just like I know. you know you really don't need a, a new game right now I, you have other games to play and then like there's other <laughs> things coming around the corner that is just gonna stop you from playing this game you know that Resident Evil Four remake is kind of taking up all my attention and it's still almost a month away. <laughs> but it's like that's the thing I want to wait for. That's what I want to spend I, my money on. I'm sadly most excited for the Diablo 4 beta and then the oh. Diablo 4 beta early access that you get if you pre-purchase the game. It's like, yes, I'm gonna pre-purchase the game, assholes. But <laughs> uh, you know what? You you should get the prime remake. You yeah, should do it. It's sound you've been talking about it for two episodes now, and I think next week we're gonna come back and you're gonna have a bunch of stuff to say about the prime remake. Like Prime was an awful fucking <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, do you remember how- <laughs> you know what? It's made me hate the GameCube. I hate <laughs> the GameCube now. <laughs> why is it cube? I why? Why why was it? Stupid cube? fucking handle. They could have made it. Any other shape. You know, the one thing that handle's good for, throwing out the goddamn window. <laughs> and, it, and it would still be fine. No, I'm sorry. That that system's perfect. Yeah. I can't, I can't end on that. <laughs> it was really it was really good. That and the Dreamcast will go oh. down to history as the most abused video game systems of all time. They deserve yeah. better. They did deserve better, especially you, Dreamcast. Especially you. I mean, the Dreamcast definitely deserved better. Um, they just... Uh, they, they, they made a disc system that w- was better than the PlayStation, but not quite as good as the PS2 and GameCube. It, it was just bad timing. It was bad timing and, and not a good business sense with certain things. Okay, with a lot of things. Well, no. Constantly releasing hardware uh, with Sega's downfall. Yep. But yeah. Anyway, um, thanks everybody for joining. This was an action-packed episode, if I do say so myself. We laughed. We cried. We talked about companies we loved and companies we hate. And you know who you are. So do better. Anyway. Send us questions to the nerdinggrounds at gmail.com. Follow us on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, anywhere else you spend your time online. And just have a good week. Play some games. Treat yourself. Love you. Bye. Bye.